Okay, we're doing now Tiferes. And um, as we've already established with Chesed and Gvura, we're going to do it in two ways. We all agree that when you have two words, right, Chesed, Sheba, Chesed, or in this case, Chesed, Sheba, Tiferes, Gvura, Sheba, Tiferes, Tiferes, Sheba, Tiferes, the more important word is the second one. I thought that's only... In either case, no, no. The difference is what's Begili and what's Behelem, but it's always the second that's the Iker. Because it's Chesed of Teferes. So you're talking about Teferes, a Prat in Teferes. Now then, there's two methods to explaining this. The first is that the second word, which is the Iker, is a Pu'ula, is an act. And the first word is the Midah, which motivates that act. And the second oifen is that they're both midas. That's how the Rebbe explains it in his Maimir, Asfartim. That uh, he talks about hoi cheba hoi but Teferes is a mido, And how the mido is qualified by a more uh, specific detail of a mido. And as I pointed out, and you just mentioned, the nafkemine is that if you say that the key, the second word is a pu'ula, that's qualified by a mido, you see the ikir, you see the mice of Teferes. On the other hand, if you say that it's a midah which is qualified by another midah, then you see the tuffle. The ikir is hidden. You're seeing only the tuffle. When you talk about teferes, you have to give a little bit of a hagdama, right? Teferes, literally teferes means beauty, right? Teferes means beauty. To be sure, teferes doesn't mean only beauty. Teferes means perfection and beauty, right? I heard a shir from Abiel many years ago on a tape, which is where most people hear most children of Rabiel, where he says, you cannot have beauty unless you have variety. Many gavde, many colors. A single color is not beautiful. A variety of colors are beautiful. And when you're talking about a variety of colors, the way they're arranged affects how beautiful they are. And the, the, the measure of exactness in that arrangement will contribute to the degree of yoifi. Yeah, so Tiferes would be so beautiful that it cannot be more beautiful. In other words, perfect. That's how you would understand me to say Tiferes. So then you're going to come along and say that that's impossible. You cannot have perfection. And the answer is going to be, that's the whole idea of Tiferes. That Tiferes is a yoifi. It's a beauty. It's a hiskalalus in an exact way. And the yoifi is so beautiful that it cannot be more beautiful because the source of the beauty is not coming from the same madrege that the colors are coming from. It's coming from a much, much higher level. In other words, when you put different things together, and as much as those things themselves are concerned, they can only achieve a perfection that is equal to the perfection of each individual part. And since individual color is not perfect, the arrangement of colors is not going to be perfect. But if you come from something which is much, much higher, then it's able to be perfect. Like I gave you the dogma from Rashi once. It's a modernic dogma. That in Pashas Mishpatim it says that Meshach Rabbeinu was Magaya the Jewish people. And it says, Meshach Rabbeinu took Chatzi Adam, half the blood, and he sprinkled it on the people. And the other half of the blood he sprinkled on his Bech. Zokt Rashi, mi Cholke, who divided the blood in half? And the answer that Rashi gives is, Bo Malach Vacholke. A Malach came and divided it in half. Now I'm not sure exactly what's bothering Rashi and Putesh or Mikra. In other words, this is not, a, I'm not trying to explain how the Rebbe will explain a Pshat. But the Pimis Sanyonim, what do you mean? If I did not, if you take, if you have a, a cup full of blood, you pour it into another cup, and then you look. And of course, the answer is, it's not Chatsi. 
It's kachatzois. It's kachatzi. And the Tater says, "Vayikach meisha chatzi hadam." It was chatzi hadam, not chatzi hadam plus two molecules more or two molecules. So Rashi has the kasha. That's impossible. When one physical being is superimposing a measure, another physical being, if they're both physical, the degree of exactitude is always to the extent that each physical being can identify. And it's Mamedida Vagbal, it can always be more perfect. No, if it can always be more perfect, it's not half, it's about half. But it's half. But Amalekh is in Ruchni. In other words, he's not a part of the measure. And because he's not a part of the measure, you could measure it perfectly. And that's how you have to understand Tiferes. Tiferes is not a Midah. There's no such emotion as Tiferes. Tiferes is the perfection of the Midah. of Chatzad and Gevorah. I explained this to you once before in our Shiurim of this year, Bariches, that, you know, if you want to start talking about emotions, there's hundreds of different words that mean hundreds of different emotions in English. You know, why do we only speak about three? And of course the answer is because we don't go into specific emotions. We're going, in, going into the metzias of the emotion, the the tav of the emotion, the leaning of the emotions. Some emotions are leaning towards chesed, which is forgiving and inclusive and diluting and overlooking. And the others are emotions that are nature towards gevura, which are exact and precise and judging and the discriminating and discerning and separating. Yeah. So we have only two emotions. It should really be two. It shouldn't be three. And according to Chesedus, in Kabbalah, you talk only have two emotions. Midas at Tiferes in Klippa is not real Tiferes. It's just because of that. It's a chitzenius thing. It's a bluff. There's no Kavem Tsoy in Klippa. If Klippa had a Kavem Tsoy, it would be Gdush. So the Kavem Tsoy in Klippa is all of Fonim. Since in Gdush there's three, so in Klippa there's three. But Midas at Tiferes is a Mida Mitis. What does that mean? Midas, emotions, are a Mitzis, are a thing. Anything which is a thing is not perfect. There's no such thing as a goof, as a metzias, that's being perfect. It has a certain, it has a degree of perfection, but anything which could be more perfect than it is already means by definition that it's not perfect as it is. Mideis don't have the capacity for perfection. But the neshama does, because the neshama is not a metzias. The, the emotions, when you have a certain feeling, that feeling is only going to be precise to a certain degree. There's going to be elements of it which are not so perfect. Whatever they are, in Chesed you're going to be kind where you shouldn't be kind. In Gvuri you're going to be judging where you shouldn't be judging. There's no such thing as perfect Midas. But the Neshama is perfect. Teferes is how Midas are taken over by the Neshama. In other words, Teferes is half Chesed and half Gvura. Why? Because... Tiferes doesn't exist as a midah. There's no emotion of Tiferes. There's an emotion of chesed. There's an emotion of gevura. The neshama takes chesed and gevura and makes it perfect. And that's called the kava emtsai. That's what Tiferes is. How do you explain it in psychological terms? How do you explain it in psychological terms? We talked about this at length in the previous classes. The way you explain it in psychological terms is as follows. Chesed means I see you and I react to you. In other words, midas chesed is I see your mind the matzav and I react to you based on me. How do I feel about what's going on with you? That's midas chesed. That if you're in a situation where you look needy, I give you. But chesed is me reacting to you based on my feeling. What's gvura? Gvura was the class I gave you on Thursday morning last. Gvura is I judge you. I use my emotions to feel out. Not just how I feel about you, but what's going on with you. That's why Midas HaGvur is, is deeper. It's deeper. Because I'm trying to know what's Bemis, your Mamed Amatsev. 
But if you don't deserve, I'm not going to give you. And if you do deserve, I'm going to give you much, much more. That's Midas HaGvura. But even Midas HaGvura is me feeling you. Midas HaChasid is completely me. I'm simply reacting how I feel about you. Midas HaGvura is me reacting to my emotional judging of your situation. What's Midas HaRachamim? Midas HaRachamim is Ba'asher Husham. Midas HaRachamim means I feel what you feel. Not I feel about you or toward you. I feel what you're feeling. No, how can I feel what you're feeling? And the real answer to the question, in other words, the answer to the question on the highest level, even though practically it's not so pashat, is because at the level of the neshama, there's no separation between one person and another. The separation between one person and another person is the goof. So the neshama, they're echad. And when... My neshama feels your neshama. I know your situation, how it is be'emes. So to say it more precisely, how it is be'emes lamite, right? Chesed, emes, emes lamite. That's chesed, gevura, defense. Chesed is me. Gevura is emes. But emes means, we misogged an objective emes, a, a judging emes. Emes lamite means to feel what you feel. That's why, what are the emotions associated with defense? What are the feelings associated with the Tiferes? There's two emotions. Again, usually they bring one, but in Tanya Perek Tess, he brings another. And I saw it once in a moment also in Tafresh Dunei for the Rebbe Rashab, in the Chkoch Sechandem, because I think it's a Meir in the Gavart. The two emotions that come along, Midas Tiferes, are either Rachmonis or Simcha. What's Rachmonis? I look at your mind, and I pity you. I feel bad for you. But I'm not feeling bad for you because of how I feel about you. I'm not feeling bad for you because how I judge you. I'm feeling bad for you because I actually feel what you feel. Right? Where, where do you have the example of Bashar Husham? By Yishmol. Yishmol is dying. Right? And the Malachim tell the Abish to let him die because he's dying from thirst. And first of all, Yishmol himself Sarosh. Yishmol's descendants are going to kill Avraham's descendants but some the very same way. By giving them herring and not giving them water, like the Gemara says, right? It's brought in Rashi and Chumash. So the Abish says to the Malachim, Don't tell me history, don't tell me past, don't tell me future. What's happening this second? Ba'asher Husham, the Maimed Matzah Vishmal as he is right now. And the Maimed Matzah Vishmal as he is right now is Me'erir. Rachmim. What's that? Rachmim. When you feel what Yishmael feels, it's a Rachmanus on him. That's Midas Atiferes. You understand? So Midas Atiferes is the deepest emotion. Like Midas HaYesoyed, right? The Kaveh Emtsoy. All the Kaveh Emtsoy are the MS. In other words, the, the, the whole idea of a center is the built-in Metzius imposed on the Metzius. And then you remember, we had this discussion very recently. The dogma that I gave you always is a corner. There's no such thing as a corner. There's a wall. And another wall. Corners are ideas. Corners are not physical things. Midas Tiferes is not a mida. It's an idea. That just like the idea of a corner exists because it takes two walls and puts them together. So you have, you have the wall which is in Tzafn and the wall which is in Maidiv. And the Seichel Ha'adam puts them together. That's a pina. That's a corner. The same is true. You have Midas Chesed. You have Midas HaGvura, and you have the Emes, or Emes Lamite, of the Neshama that finds the truth. What's the, how can you have perfect balance between Chassid and Gvura? The answer is, Mitzad HaMidas, it's impossible. Because the Midas HaMitzias, the Mitzias is not perfect. Mitzad HaNeshama, it's possible. And that's Midas HaTiferes. You follow? So now you have to come up with a formula. What's the formula? What is an act of Tiferes? 
You understand? Here the kasha, the hardship is not understanding the emotion. How could you do a perfect action? How could you do a mice? If, if, in other words, we have two models. What we're doing in these classes is we're developing all seven meters in each meter twice. The first time we're developing all seven meters in each meter as it is an action. And the second way is how it's a meter itself, it's an emotion. So how could you come up with an illustration of an, I do an act that's called an action of Tiferes, an action of Rachamim. And like I said, I wanted to finish my thought, I forgot to say it. What happens if you look into other Maimed and it's a good Maimed So then you print Simcha. And again, what do Rachamim and Simcha have in common? It's not an emotion, which is a bias, which is a judgment. It's an emotion that comes from feeling somebody else. So you have to now, the hardship, we, what we need to figure out is what would be a dogma of a pu'ula, of a maise that somebody does, which is not coming from chesed. It's not coming from gvur. In other words, there's no netiyah, there's no leaning. It's a maise amites. It's a maise of teferis, a maise of rachamim, or a maise of simcha. And of course, basically, the answer is when you do a maise and you get yourself out of the way completely, right? In other words, a maise which is rooted in bitl. When you do an act and your kavana in doing that act does it not involve you at all. The, the, your kavana in doing that act involves only the other person. doesn't involve you whatsoever. That's, that's how you would explain a pu'ula of teferis. A pool of Tiferes would usually be called an act of Rachmanes, or Faket, or an act of solidarity, an act of Simcha. But what makes it an act of Midas HaTiferes is when I am doing this Maise and I'm not at all involved. My Matthias, my Yeshes, my bias, my me, as I relate to you, is read it right away, not Emes. But if I can do a pu'ula vis-a-vis you, and I am not at all a part of that pu'ula, that would be a marshal for a pu'ula of midas Correct? Correct? Which is, which is realistic, you should know. I mean, you start talking about feelings. Feelings are a very subjective thing. But the idea that one person could do something for another person, and they're not at all thinking about themselves, it's, it's far-fetched, okay? it's not so posh it. That's not happening every day, but it happens. The simplest way, this could be illustrated if somebody else tells you to do it. Somebody else tells you to do it, Rabbi Mitanemis. Well, when you give Saka to your Shliach, you like the Shliach, right? Now, what happens? The Shliach comes to you and says, Do something for a third person. And the only reason you're doing it is because you've been told to do it. Last night's video in Shul that they showed of the Rebbe. After the video was over, there's a guy about Chuba from Texas who started to really ask tough questions. Because the whole Teichen of that Sikha was the fact that there's no mention of God's name in a public school. And the Rebbe was talking so passionately about it. He says, in the Senate, they could mention God. In the Congress, they could mention God. In the university, they could mention God. But in public school for little children, you're not allowed to mention maybe his name. He was so upset about the fact that when kids grow up without God, and the Rebbe says, the only reason a person will be taught to be moral is if it's in his interest. Why should you be kind to the next guy? Because it's going to benefit you. So there's a word over here. And the Rebbe the word. The word was, is, the Rebbe says, no civilization will survive based on people deciding that goodness is good for them. It just doesn't work. Because it's not really good. The only way a civilization is going to survive if they have an idea of an ayin rei and an eizen shemas, that there's a higher power who says you have to do this. 
Doesn't matter what you think, doesn't matter what you feel, this is wrong, you're not allowed to do it. This is right, you have to do it. Now, of course, the Rebbe is speaking at a much lower level. Because the Rebbe is speaking, or maybe not on a level, he's speaking about Yira, right? What, the Goy should know about the Ebishter. So when he doesn't steal, it's not only because he's afraid of going to jail, because he can have a bad name, but because the Ebishter says, like, Dignif. Very simple. And the Ebishter says, like, Dirzach. But the, it, this is a dogma. That when you do a pu'ula, and in that pu'ula, there is just the person for whom the pu'ula is being performed, and not the pile. In other words, you are not a part of the reason you're doing this act. This act needs to get done. That, that's the only, it's, it's one of the ways to explain a ma'isev rachem, an act of teferis. An act of teferis means it has to be a true act. If it has to be a true act, it's not that it involves me, because if it involves me, there's not a thing as truth if it involves me. We're talking about a ma'isev teferis, a ma'isev rachem. Somebody needs you give, finished. If, if your giving it involves you, no, no. It doesn't involve your feelings. It involves your money, it involves your hand. But it doesn't involve your bias. It doesn't involve your likes and dislikes. It's simply something that has to happen. So we're, what's right? So that's a, I'm giving you a dogma. We can debate this, but I'm giving you a dogma of a pu'ula of teferis, an act of teferis. I'm doing something. Why am I doing it? It's right. That's what I'm doing. It's right. There's no mida in me which is motivating the right other than the fact. Again, the simplest way to say it. Hashem said, finish, the Rebbe Shekizok. I always tell you the story. A Kochsech Shark in the Mai said that a, an old Chosid was standing next to Rabbi Simchas Terebe at Kofis. He was over 80. And the Rebbe told him, I heard from my father, I didn't see it. The Rebbe told him to make a, a tumble sauce. So he said to the Rebbe, why? And the Rebbe said, because I told you to. See, he made a tumble sauce. It was an old guy who was worried about his back, about his thighs, about his face, and it was. But Liches, I told you to do it. That's a reason. How is it a reason? Because if you're going to mix in how I like and I don't like, how I feel, I don't feel, you make cheshboinus. But when the Rebbe says, make a tumble sauce, the MS is, I need to make a tumble sauce. Kavana is not an issue. So now you have chesed shebe teferis and gvura shebe teferis and teferis shebe teferis and netzach shebe teferis. So if teferis is an act, which is an altruistic act, right? So what's the chesed shebe teferis? The chesed shebe teferis means what motivates me to do this altruistic act is ahava. And I guess you could argue that if chesed is motivating the teferis, how is the teferis an MS act? You can say, how could that be? If the meaning of teferis, that I'm doing something, without a bias, in other words, I'm doing something that needs to done, how could chesed motivate an act of teferis? Because the minute chesed is motivating after teferis, that's teferis anymore. What's that chesed? I like. I feel. I react to. I see a situation. This is how I feel about that situation. Over mail, I'm going to do an act of teferis. So what's going to be the tenets? How could you have an emotion, which is a bias, that motivates an act which is correct? Right? So now I'm going to really go out on a limb. The chesed cannot be directly connected to the teferis. The chesed has to be connected to an interruption. In other words, like this. There is an emes. That MS comes to me from a mitzvah, from somebody told me to do MS. The chesed is not connected to what I'm doing, the chesed is connected to the one who's telling me to do it. So chesed shebet would be like this. There's a truth. The truth is, when you see a person who's hungry, you have to feed him. I is a bad guy. 
You know, I, I, I want to give you a real life example. I'll give you a real life example. And there are a hundred or a thousand cases like this. Um, a while ago, a, a group of people gave out a video. I was very, very disturbed when they gave it out. Where a family found out in the last few years from a very, from a very, very old Zayde that there was a man walking on this earth who was the cause for that man to lose his whole family. Remember the video went around? During the Holocaust, people made decisions to save themselves. And 100 people went to their death. 10 people went to their death, yeah? Sometimes these two people both survived. And they would meet later in life. You know, you know what that means? You're talking about nefashas. Yeah? And you know how many stories are like this? There are hundreds of such stories. But what are you supposed to do with such biases? In Lubavitch we have such biases. In the early 90s, they started giving out the KGB files. It's given Finster. Why? Because there were people whose fathers were killed by the KGB because of a Mesida of Pliny Ben Pliny who's living Bebenucho, Bahashkeid, Vavetach, and Kfar Chabad. How are you supposed to relate to this guy? So for 50 years, I didn't know. Now I find out. Why did he master my Zayde? Why is he a Russian? No. Because if he wouldn't have sent my Zayde to jail, he would have gone to jail. So it's Mamish, Nefesh, Tachas Nefesh. There's a guy who told me a story. In other words, I'm hearing it secondhand, not firsthand. A Bokharul, a Merikana Bokharul, his father's from Russia. And every year, his father was a wonderful man. He used to send him to give people Shalach Manos. And he was a very friendly guy. He had a lot, a lot of friends. One of the people sent Shalach Manos to was very weird. What was, why was it weird? Because they had no relationship. They never talked. But every year, Brahm Shalach Manos. He couldn't understand why his father sent him every year to be Shalach Manos to play Nib and Plain. And then one day, he's looking through, he's looking in the, in the pile in the house. And it was his own father's KGB file that they sent him in 1990, 91. He's reading it. And he finds out that that guy who his father is saying, Shalach Manas to, is the reason he went to jail. And his father knew it. And his father came out of jail 20 years after that guy. And every year he sent him Shalach Manas. And the other guy couldn't take it from him because he knew, he knew how guilty he was. But you know, when you're under those conditions... When you're under those conditions, you can't judge. It's not right and wrong. I mean, it is right and wrong. It's an absolute right. It's a black and white right and wrong. But to hold a grudge for things that happened in the camps, you know, even the couples, what the you saw, the couples, the couples, most of them went to their death anyway. But some of those couples survived and came to Israel. How are you supposed to relate to them? Yeah. So what does Midas Ha'emes say? Let it go. Laws. That was not a normal world. Relatively speaking, this is a normal world. You can't carry it over to this. Leave it. Leave it. Now, if you lost your family because some mamzer put your name instead of his name on a list, it's very difficult to leave it. The only way for you to leave it is not by having regish, by simply saying, this is the right thing to do. Because nobody, I'm not going to bring my family back by holding that grudge. I met people who told me these stories, but my son, I'm out of Eden, Long Beach, who told me a long story about his family. And he knew the person who had caused so much death to his relatives, and the kind of relationship that his father had with that man was complicated. Yes, yeah, so he wanted a dogma in real life. For a mice of the fetus, mice of the fetus means I have so many reasons to hate this person. I have so many reasons to feel toward this person. This is the right thing to do. So such chesed shebet feres. Chesed teres not means I'm doing the act of feres out of love. Because if I'm doing the act of the feres out of love, it's not feres anymore. 
Chesed Shabbat Teferis means I love the emes. I love the fact that I have to let go of whatever emotions I have and do this pu'ula. Right? In everyday life, yeah, we find hardships. Right? In everyday life, we find hardships. And the hardships that we have are very upsetting to us. They're very upsetting. And even if you can't blame it on a person, you can blame it on the Abish, they thank God for God, you can always be angry at somebody. <laughs> but usually you can find some human being, some parashoyim to be angry at. They didn't see us, yeah? yeah? And then they come along and they whisper into you these two mean and heartless words, Hashgoch Yeah? When someone comes along and says to you, listen, you're in a bad situation, you're angry, you're plenty and plenty, what about Hashgoch HaPratis? Achtas Hashem. Or in the words of the Alter Rebbe, Kalakayas Kilo Eved Aved your anger at that person is misdirected. Man, it's easy to say, huh? How easy is it to tell the next guy, to tell somebody else, what are you upset? He didn't do it. But what does it take out of the person who's in that test? It takes poshut, it takes a moon, it takes mesidus nefesh, it takes bittel. And of course, let's be psychological, because you want to live longer, let it go. You want to have a better life, laws, laws. You can hold on to grudges, hold on to angers, it'll kill you, it'll eat you up alive. So the ma'isof tefedes is not a, an act with a midah. The right thing to do is to forget about this. The right thing to do is never to tell my children that this is the reason they have no cousins. The right thing to do is never ever in any way to carry what happened in that dark world into this world. Nobody is going to benefit from it. Not even me. Let go. What's the chesed shebet teferes? The chesed shebet teferes, not I'm doing an act of truth because of love. Because if you're doing an act of truth because of love, it's not true anymore. I'm doing an act of truth because I love truth. I come to realize that the right thing to do is do the right thing. So the chesed is not on the pu'ula, the chesed is on the hachshara in me to do this pu'ula. You understand? I, mean, I can give you many examples, but the Rebbe used to tell people to do things they didn't want to do. And I'm not talking about shlichus, I'm talking about benadum lachaveri, about marriage and about relationships. You love the Rebbe, you do the right thing. So the love is not connected directly to the right thing. The love is connected indirectly to the right thing. The Eibishter says how you're supposed to behave in many situations. Usually in life, what the Tater says, you can afford to experience. Usually in life, what the Tater says, you can afford to feel. Why? Because the Tater says it makes sense. And sometimes the Tater says it may make sense, but it's so hard. That the only way you could do it is if you don't let yourself feel. So what becomes the motivation? To do what the Tater says, when it's hard for you to do it and you're not allowed to feel, the feeling that you have to want to do what's right. So chesed shabbat would mean a person who loves the emes and the freedom that the emes gives. And therefore you do a pool of emes, right? And then they can go through all seven midas. It's, it's not so complicated. Once you sort of speak, establish a principle, you can go through all seven midas. Chesed means... I love the fact, let's put it this way, I love the fact that I don't have to walk around my whole life angry at you. I love the fact that I don't have to walk around my whole life blaming myself for your mama the matzah. I love the fact that I don't have to walk around my whole life finish the sentence any way you want. And therefore, I'm going to do kach v'kach. And what would me this gvura, gvura shabbat eferes? Gvura shabbat eferes, right? I, I judge myself. 
I judge myself. I emotionally dissect myself. And I emotionally separate within myself the things that need to be separated within myself. What Mirza Gvura does, it separates so that when it comes to the other person, the act that I do is an act of MS. It's not an act that's reflecting me, it's an act that's reflecting the mind of the month. So according to this model, what would be Teferes, Shebe Teferes? Huh? So maybe on the deepest levels, Teferes, Shebe Teferes means a human being who's in a position to feel emes. Teferes, Shebe Teferes, right? Teferes, Shebe Teferes means what? The second word is the key word, right? That's how we're going. The second word is the key word. And the second word is an act. I'm doing an act that's true. I'm not doing an act that's biased. I'm not doing an act that's subjective. I'm doing an act that's true. Teferes, Shebe Teferes means I am emotionally able to feel that truth. I don't have to separate myself from that truth because that's the only way I'm able to do that truth, but I can feel the Midas Harachmonis, the Midas Harachmonis that's going to allow me to do the right act in this situation under these circumstances. You know, I have seen this in my life. The pale mamish. I, I can't be too specific because I don't want to talk about. I posh it, saw it, and people very close to me. I knew a person whose financial life. I'm not going to say his life. His financial life was ruined, ruined, and he never recovered by a certain people. And I knew the person whose life was ruined, and I knew the people who ruined his life. And when they got old. The ruiner was an almond. He lost his wife, he was alone. And he would come to the ruinee, to the person whose life he ruined, every single day and sit in his house. And he was so nice to him. And I was very close to these people, very close to these people. And it freaked me out. I once said to my father about this man, that this, this is what the Al-Tarabi says in Tanya Saf Perikid Beis. What did Yosef's brothers do to Yosef? What did Yosef's brothers do to Yosef? They tried to destroy him, right? I mean, what's worse, to kill a kid or to send him off into slavery? I mean, they're both pretty bad. And then Yankov Avinu passes away, and the brothers are convinced that Yosef is going to now take revenge, and Yosef cries, cries on the suspicion. He cries, I'm he's such a fool. Yosef says, Mr. Rashi says, one candle is going to put out 11 candles. I mean, Yosef's forgiveness of his brothers was not a forgiveness. It never happened. That's an act of tefetis. That's You only do that act either because you separate your emotions from the maise, like I'm describing. Chesed Shabbat tefetis and Gvura Shabbat tefetis. The chesed is not directly connected to the tefetis. The chesed is connected to the desire for emes and then the emes brings the pula. But tefetis Shabbat tefetis, you could touch tefetis Shabbat tefetis that you can find in yourself the ability to feel the midas emes. Meaning that there is no personal feelings in the first place? Well, in the last place, yeah, that you graduate to a point where your emotions can actually experience what is the right thing to do now. It's a Rachmanis. I, he could have killed me. He tried to kill me and he failed. That's yesterday. Now this is today. That's his choice. This is my choice. Now I'm sure you can explain to Fedor what Fedor is a little bit more complicated. You can say to Fedor what it means that you have a feeling of the objectivity of Midas Hamas, which brings to a Pula. But if you're going to translate to Fedor, as we're translating it now, if the is an act, 
So for sure in Chesed and Gevura, there has to be a separation between the Midah and the Pa'ula. Now, Netzach Shebet Tiferes, right? What's Tiferes? Tiferes is an emes. And Netzach Shebet means Azoi. I don't want to do it. Why don't I want to do it? Because it's hard. Right? What's that Netzach Shebet Tiferes? Netzach Shebet Tiferes means I am fighting to do a Pa'ula that's emes. How often in your life do you get an opportunity to do a maise that the motivation to do that maise is, quote, it's the right thing to do. No interest in me at all. It's the right thing to do now. So Netzach HaFas means Pasha, the regesh, which is going to motivate me to do the right thing. A, I don't want to do it. I'm lazy. Yeah? B, the people around me think I'm nuts for doing it. Or the people around me are going to stop from doing it. Midas Netzach means I'm going to fight to see to it that what's right happens. What's Midas Ahayid? Netzach is an aggressive emotion. It fights with an opposition. Midas Ahayid is stubbornness. It is an emes. There's an emes. There's an emes. The truth. What's the truth? You have to fakuk. You have to let go of what was and do what right now is the Ratzon of the Ebishter. And you're doing it without any emotions. But there is an actionist to make sure that you don't step away from that emes. There's a stubbornness necessary for you to not allow yourself to become biased towards the situation and to do the Midas Amis. And what would be your Seid, Shabbat Eferes? What would be your Seid, Shabbat Eferes? Your Seid, Shabbat Eferes would mean that a person recognizes what the right thing to do is. And they draw strength from that itself, right? Netzach means I have to do something right and people are stopping me or I, my Yetzirah is stopping me, I'm going to fight with him. Midas Ahoyd means there's a right thing to do. I'm prepared to do the right thing, but other people are stopping me, or I'm stopping myself, and I'm going to be stubborn. Midas Ayyasayid means I don't see any negative. I don't see any. There are enemies, there are obstacles, but I draw an energy, a regesh, an emotion from what is true to do what is true. Because this is the right thing to do, in as much as it's right. I'm drawn to it. There's a feeling of connection to what is right, and the obstacle enemies fall away. So according to this model, what would be Malchus Shabbat Tiferes? So again, the same two ways I explained it to you in the first two Midas. Number one, Malchus Shabbat Tiferes would mean the act of doing an act of Tiferes. In other words, Malchus means Maise, so it's Maise Shabbat Maise. Or it's Midas Haremimus. Midas Haremimus means in order for me to do this right thing, I have to emotionally distance myself. And you can understand that quite well. And emotionally distancing myself is not no emotion. Emotionally distancing I am emotionally raising myself. I have a meaning to say. Going back to the analogy of Yosef Mechav. Yosef is going to say, I'm going to be better than my brothers. My brothers reacted kach v'kach. And I should react kach v'kach. But I'm going to raise them. I'm going to be higher than them. I'm going to be emotionally better than them. I'm going to be emotionally in the state of his same. I'm not going to allow my hurt or my anger or my jealousy or my vengeance or my other whatever midas rice I happen to possess, the tira and the comma, to stand in my way. I'm going to raise myself above those emotions and do a myself to fairness. So today we only did a half, right? Every share that I gave you, chesed, we did two sets of seven. So tonight we're going to do the other to fairness. We're both the first word and the second word are both a midas shabalev.